0: Hello and welcome to
1: Dusty VCR,
0: the podcast where we rewatch old movies from our childhood and decide whether they still hold up. I'm your host, Michael Lynch, and I'm joined by my co-host and sister, Rachel Lynch. Rachel, how are you?
2: I'm tired. Oh, I'm
0: tired. I'm tired. Great <laughs> start. Another great start to the podcast. <laughs> yes, we're on a streak I'm of very going... high energy, high mood <laughs> kickoffs.
2: I've been going for 12 hours. <laughs>
0: 12, 12 hours is not that long. You've That's been awake long. for 12 hours? No,
2: working. <laughs> working this is work. Working. This is
0: relaxing.
2: You don't <laughs> tell me how to podcast.
1: <laughs> That's true.
2: Uh, oh dear. well i haven't been working the whole time through yeah. i'll tell you You've been what but i've been podcasting. Up, i've been
0: dancing Acting, for, for, for the know? listeners at home rachel is vigorously dancing in the studio
2: <laughs> doing backflips doing
0: backflips all right, and we are also joined by our friend and co-host, Zena Dreyfus. Zena, how are you? I'm
3: doing pretty good, doing pretty good. I don't got much. I was just at my storage unit, which oh. is down the street from your house. Oh, really? Um, is it just my garage?
2: Oh, I've used that storage unit. Have you? I mean, this maybe not the unit, but <laughs> <laughs> the lot.
3: Uh-huh. Yeah. So it was real For co- drug deals. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's why I was there. And it was so cold out that I couldn't open my lock.
1: <gasps> my padlock. Uh-huh.
3: And so uh, I was so crafty. I poured my hot tea on it. Oh. And broke into my storage. <laughs> MacGyver. Yes. Yeah. But it was fun. It was kind of spooky there. Yeah. You know. So
0: it's fun to do MacGyver stuff.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And lastly we are joined by comedian and writer Sean Noah Noah. Sean, welcome. Hey everybody. How's your week gone? busy It's yeah.
4: just a lot is happening yeah uh, I I, uh, I graduated from college yeah congratulations, congratulations. <laughs> finished college in a weird mood right now because right before I was here I was at an immersive theater piece a friend of mine put on oh. uh, that was all about uh grief and death Ooh. oh it was really really incredible actually hmm. to be there but also, very sad, yeah. Very, yeah. very emotionally affecting. I was like shaking for a lot of it.
2: Yeah, bit of a shift.
4: Yeah, coming yeah. from that, it's a different kind of thing. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. so I'm adjusting to being here instead of at that,
0: right? Yeah. <laughs> and you're you're about to move to New York, right?
4: I I, I am about to move to New York.
0: Have you performed uh, in New York before? Yep. Where, um, where do you like to perform? It's
4: hard to say. There's a, when you're not like a very experienced comic in yeah. New York, and you're like performing at the places you're able to perform. Right. As that not a lot of them are great. Right. <laughs> um. I've done shows I've liked at the at the Greenwich Village Comedy Club. Yeah. I mean, if we're talking New York, like the whole state of New York, my favorite place I've performed is I I did a show at a at a coffee shop in a Valley Stream, New York. Oh, nice. Um. It's a coffee shop that you you wouldn't make up because you'd be like this would be a hack bit to describe <laughs> a coffee shop this like there were lighting fixtures made out of string lights and mason jars. Uh-huh. Right? And it used to be a record store. Yeah. And they like wore that on their sleeve. Right. Um and then and the host set up a fake brick wall backdrop. Uh-huh. It was just like a screen with fake, like that just looked like a brick wall on a small frame. To
0: make the comics feel more at home. Yeah.
4: (laughs) And I super bombed there. I did not do well on that show at all. It was not a great show, but Uh I I loved performing there. Like 10 out of 10, I would recommend. (laughs) (laughs) Just for the experience of it. Go to Sip This in Valley Stream, New York. This is sponsored content. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah. So growing up, what was your relationship like with movies? I I watched a lot of movies. Mm -hmm. Like I look back and I think that's weird. I think like, how did I have the time to watch so many movies when I was watching so much television? (laughs) Um, I
0: watched
4: a lot of TV all the time, just (laughs) constantly. What were your shows? When I was a kid, I would watch anything in the world that was about superheroes um there was a time like when i was a really small child i refused to watch any show that wasn't a cartoon Uh i was like no these are our things so (laughs) i'm gonna it was i was like really at i was like cartoons are the kid thing yeah like i was really angry that adult cartoons existed i was (laughs) like they don't get to have this (laughs) When I learned about South Park, I was like, "That's wrong! They're <laughs> stealing from us." <laughs> <laughs> but, like my first live-action movie would probably be one of the Harry Potters. Oh yeah, were you really into Harry Potter? No. Like compared to a lot of people my age, I was never like into Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah. There was like a time when I realized that Deathly Hallows was coming out, and I realized like I'd seen every Harry Potter movie, and I like hadn't paid attention to any of them and only had like a vague idea what actually happened in them mm-hmm. so i just spent like a day getting deep into harry potter lore on wikipedia mm-hmm. some of which i have found out was just wrong and mm-hmm. i'm like very surprised that that didn't get fixed quickly like mm-hmm. i just feel like yeah i feel like there are a lot of harry potter fans who edit wikipedia articles. right oh, yeah. i don't know
0: so what were the movies that you were into
4: Definitely The Iron Giant. Mm. That'd be a big one. I watched the Digimon movie a lot. Uh Mm -hmm. A lot. Yeah. That was the first movie I got yelled at for watching. Not because of the content of the movie, but because it was like too nice out when I watched it. (laughs) I was like, I'm going to put on the Digimon movie. (laughs) We only have it for three days. (laughs) And my mom came in and was like, No, the sun's (laughs) out. (laughs) It's two in the afternoon. Uh (laughs) Oh. Were your parents into movies? They weren't like movie nerds. Mm. There were definitely like movies that were like a point of connection with my parents. Spaceballs was a big one with oh, my dad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I watched Spaceballs with my dad from maybe too young an age to uh-huh. have been watching spaceballs uh-huh. and we watched it a lot and the, like yeah. the thing is my parents are sort of opposites in that my dad is the kind of person who can watch the same movie like a ton of times yeah. like if it's a classic he can rewatch it just like whenever right. um and my mom is kind of like no I, like if i've seen it i've seen it and yeah. like right. i think she'll bend when it comes to like movies sometimes sometimes mm-hmm. but like a lot of the time it's like she, she's not especially comedies I yeah. think mm-hmm. I think she's like a certain amount of time needs to have passed right
0: um. right
3: like been there done that
0: so she she won't do our podcast.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I've actually never seen space balls. And... Oh yeah, that was one of the ones
0: that you picked, right? Yeah <laughs>
3: were you sad that we <laughs> picked that? No
4: well, can I talk about all of my picks? Sure uh, sure because I like it was a long list. Mostly movies I had not seen. Yeah. A lot of movies I had not heard of. Uh-huh.
0: I'm, I guess, a lot younger than y'all. <laughs> well, uh, some probably- of the list is like movies that pretty much nobody else has heard of outside of our family.
3: And most of the movies I haven't seen on the list. Yeah. I, I did not watch a lot of movies, so.
0: Okay. So I picked the three that I was
4: like, I can say something about mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It was, uh, it was Spaceballs, Galaxy Quest, and Liar Liar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I actively do not like the movie Liar Liar. Oh. I, like, oh sorry if that's.
3: <laughs> oh, I almost wish we did it so we could fight about it because I love <laughs> <laughs> Liar Liar. <laughs> I mean, it's like
4: I mean, it's not like offensively bad to me. It feels like it's the most on movie on television. Like mm-hmm. there's no movie Ooh. I have just turned to a channel and seen more. Like it's the mm-hmm. criminal minds of movies. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: And then like Spaceballs, I watched a ton like over and over again. And it was like, like I say, I was too young to watch it, but it definitely like had silly and over the top enough humor for me to appreciate as a child. Like it's the the humor is very, very in your face. Like, I don't know if I would appreciate it as much if I'd seen it for the first time as an adult. Yeah. Did
0: you see Spaceballs before you saw Star Wars? Yes. Yeah. I had the same experience where like I didn't understand what it was parodying. (laughs) And then I saw Star Wars and I was like, oh,
4: (laughs) I definitely hadn't seen Star Trek the first time I saw Galaxy Quest. Yeah. And I was like, kind of worried, like when when the pick was Galaxy Quest, my first thought was, well, objectively, this is of the three, this is the best movie. But I was also like, I don't know if I have enough childhood memories associated Mm -hmm. with this. Yeah, And then as I was watching it for this, I Realized I watched Galaxy Quest legitimately when I was too young to understand a lot of things that were happening. Like, I guess I was really young the first time I saw it. There were so many things I, like, straight up didn't get, and it kept, like, hitting me. Like, the moment where the Thermians are locked in the room and the air is getting taken out. Sigourney Weaver looks at the screen and says like they're suffocating and I just flash back to like when I was watching this for the first time as a child and I had to ask my parents what suffocating was uh-huh. which was messed up uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know like I had no idea what Star Trek was when I watched it for the yeah. first time when I like asked my parents what the movie was that was on because they were watching it without me uh-huh. um <laughs> I was like they said, this is Galaxy Quest. Uh-huh. Uh, I was like, what? what is that? And they're like, well, it's like, you know, space balls. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> That's but such for a funny Trek,
4: comparison. <laughs> And it's so not really. I, like, yeah. Like I get that that was like right. my yeah, frame of reference. Sense. Right. <laughs> like I appreciate that that was like how they could explain it quickly. Yeah. I th- no, I think I had heard what Star Trek was, but I yeah. like, didn't really know. So they were like, well, you know, like what Spaceballs was for Star Wars, this is for Star Trek. And I was right. like, oh, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it was not Spaceballs.
1: Uh-huh. I have
2: still never seen Star Trek. So I don't really know how it's parodying it that much, other yeah. than like just the look of it. Right. That's pretty much it.
0: Yeah.
3: I'm, I'm the same. I don't think I have seen Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah. I actually didn't know it was a parody of Star Trek till. Oh, really? No.
0: Xena, <laughs> what did you know about this movie before you watched it?
3: Nothing. I never heard of it. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: And did you guys watch the trailer? <gasps> we have again? something
2: to reveal.
0: What?
3: For we the first time ever. this movie. Separate.
0: Separate. <gasps> <gasps> oh, no. <laughs>
2: our schedules didn't match up oh and we this had is the dusty vcr first separately
0: mm-hmm. oh oh that's yeah. why you guys were hugging so much when you came in
2: yeah, yeah. it's been really hard just yeah. like i told you it's been a hard week yeah
3: Xenolus. Don't, don't worry listeners we're not splitting up uh, no <laughs> it's just temporary <laughs> they mommy still and love mommy you very much <laughs> <laughs> it's not your
0: fault listeners <laughs> i'm messing up everybody's
4: schedules
0: <laughs> And so Zena, did you on your own watch the trailer, or you go straight now, into it?
3: Now that I think about it, I done forgot to watch the trailer. <laughs> you didn't have
0: Rachel supervise. <laughs>
3: yeah, I didn't have Rachel there to do it for me, so I forgot.
0: <laughs> so Rachel, what did you remember about this movie?
2: I remember just really enjoying the basic premise of it, yeah, and really liking the aliens mm-hmm. and their little mannerisms. Mm-hmm. I remembered really liking Tony Shaloub's character. Yeah. Is that his name? Yeah. Okay. Which one's that?
0: Tech Sergeant Chen. He's the guy that's in charge of engineering. Okay. And yeah, he's the, sort the very of like- low key one.
2: Yeah. Like, hey, so we're <laughs> yeah. out of fuel. <laughs> yeah. He's great. Yeah. I, I remembered him being great, and I didn't really remember why. I yeah. just remembered knowing that I liked him in the movie.
0: Right. Yeah. I- I remember with this movie thinking that it looked terrible. I think it had a really bad advertising campaign. I actually should have gone back and watched the trailer myself because I remember the trailer made the movie seem really unappealing. Mm -hmm. I didn't understand from the trailer that it was tongue in cheek. I thought it was supposed to be like a straight kids sci-fi movie. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that seems dumb. I don't want to see that. And then I think just by word of mouth, people started being like, no, it's really good. You really should see this movie. Mm And so we watched it, and I was like, oh, wow, this is amazing. Uh, so we'll start with Sean. How do you how do you feel like it held up? The thing is, this is not my first experience
4: rewatching the movie. Yeah. I mean, it is like one of those movies that's like on TV a lot. So mm-hmm. I've seen like fragments of it a lot over the years. But I remember there was a moment, probably freshman year of college, where one of my friends put on Galaxy Quest and I hadn't seen it in like years. And my first thought was, oh God, I remember liking that movie. Yeah. But is it really bad because Tim Allen's in it? Right. <laughs> like I was so. Terrified right. to see any of Galaxy <laughs> Quest again because Tim Allen was the star. Right. I was like, oh shit, has that like does he do good movies? Yeah. Is that? And then someone uh, reminded me Alan Rickman was
2: in it, and yeah. I was like, okay, mm-hmm.
4: is that enough to cancel him out? Uh-huh. Like, does that work? Yeah,
2: and Sigourney Weaver. Yeah.
4: This is my long-winded way of saying, like, I think it held up, but yeah. it, but in a weird way. Like, I felt a lot of things. Like, I, I feel like it leans in a lot of directions, but mm. it doesn't, like, there's a lot of things that it, it like, maybe doesn't fully commit to. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. But at the same time, pretty much everyone is having such a fun time yeah. in the movie. Yeah, for sure. That it's, like, it's, like, okay. I don't know, like, none of the main characters really seem to have an arc. Yeah, yeah. But it's just solidly enjoyable to watch the whole time, anyway. Right. Also, it's just it's really funny to me to watch Tim Allen see Saris come on screen and be like, "Oh my god, that looks real," because it Uh, so doesn't. (laughs) I I think one of the reasons I liked it as a child was because Saris looks like a Power Rangers villain, and his ship looks like like a specific Power Rangers villain, which I think is a little bit
0: damning <laughs> right yeah that was but the I, thing i was surprised by is like i thought a lot of the graphics looked very good like considering but the saras and all the those troops yes. stood out to me as looking really silly yeah a lot of it looked just on the visual level
4: looked really silly to me mm-hmm. But the actors sold being actors who are put into this position and like this is the most real thing they've ever seen. Uh-huh. And so I was like able to like be along for the ride right. while they were doing that. Yeah.
0: Suspend disbelieve. And Zina, what did you think?
3: I thought it was great. Yeah. I thought it was so fun and sweet and lighthearted. Yeah. yeah. As you were speaking, Sean, I was realizing I think I really enjoyed it because like I wasn't that emotionally invested in anything there was no like giant you know heartbreak or tragedy it was just like a no tragedy no (laughs) tragedy um is that the word of the day
0: (laughs) (laughs) we'll make it the word of the day
3: do you know (laughs) tragedy listeners look that one up
0: (laughs) tragic travesty
3: (laughs) that's in the zena dictionary
0: (laughs) we are selling on our website now (laughs) I'm gonna, I'm gonna pump out the merch in the Xena dictionary
3: <laughs> I didn't even know it wasn't a word so these guys started laughing <laughs> but yeah yeah it was great
0: yeah and Rachel what about you
2: um I I'm
0: surprised you even have to think about it just go just I think say I was great. just
2: thinking about tragedy <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what the, what what you're doing? What you, do what you know I, what you did? Do you know what you're doing? I don't
3: know what I did.
2: So it's two words: tragedy and travesty. <laughs> Tragesty. I think <laughs> it's a good
4: portmanteau. Yeah. yeah.
2: I mean, they they're pretty similar words, so yeah. it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, I enjoyed it. I did enjoy you it. You seem
0: not as enthusiastic as I was. Like, I was. Like, I was like, as I was expecting. What? <laughs> I got caught in a loop. <laughs> Somebody hit the Omega 13.
2: <laughs> I was expecting there to be more alien fun
0: throughout. Wow. Wow. There's a big surprise. I thought you were going to be the most enthusiastic.
2: You know, I may have been slightly influenced yeah i watched it with alex and at the end of watching it he went on this whole spiel about oh
0: dear alex is not allowed to watch with you anymore
2: <laughs> he was like he was like you know the thing about this, i wish i could remember exactly what he said i just couldn't okay so he was like the thing about this movie is they're trying to parody Star Trek, but they're parodying the first generation Star Trek (laughs) and the one with William Shatner and da 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 -da -da. but then there's been several generations since the first Star Trek, and they're not including that in this parody, which had happened before this movie, and-
0: He, he thought was, it was a disrespectful parody. He
2: thought it was disrespectful, <laughs> but it got so much more in depth than that. Oh. And I really wish I could. What I, I stopped listening and I just was like with my mouth hanging yeah. open. Like I Let, really. Letting your
0: enthusiasm wane. I really
2: was not sure if he was doing a bit
0: to <laughs> sound
2: as nerdy as possible <laughs> or if he was just being so nerdy. Right. It was the latter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So he had some issues with it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I did enjoy it. Yeah. At the beginning, there's so many good alien fun times. Yeah. And I love their quirky alien times.
0: times. Yeah.
2: They're so cute. They're, They're so, cute. so cute. They're incredibly endearing.
0: So what what is it? I was trying to figure that out. What is it about the aliens that makes them so endearing? It's really hard to put into words, but yeah. it's there's the moment where- they're first trying
4: to explain what being an actor means. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And the aliens are like, oh, you're talking about lying. Like, yeah, we we know about that because Saris does it. And then he <laughs> says, like, if you're trying to tell me you could have any traits in common with Saris, then. Ah. Uh. <laughs> and like just sort of the way that they like break down and like stop speaking Uh when they're like overwhelmed with any kind of emotion Uh combined with like the surprise like i want to know which actor like did it first because Uh they like get pretty consistent with the like bizarre way that the aliens move and talk yeah and like i'm a very online person and Mm -hmm. i feel like humor is that now mm-hmm. just like saying half of a sentence and then devolving into screaming uh-huh. <laughs> and so like got to that point in the movie and i'm like yeah i've felt that that's a yeah that's a past three years uh-huh. type of joke right so i feel like like watching the thermians it's just something i feel a lot now yeah i feel familiar What what
0: was it for you
2: so I have a theory about the Thurmans. Yeah. That's not what they look like all the time. Right. That's their image translator yeah, or something. Yeah, they made like. themselves
0: look like humans. Yeah. But, but not quite. <laughs>
2: but not quite. So that's the whole thing. Yeah. Is like they're kind of like their interpretation of like what humans are. Yeah. So everything that they do is like it's so close right. to being human. Right. But just Uh, Not quite. Right. (laughs) They get the idea of laughter. Right. And they get the idea of applauding. Right. (laughs) They they get how humans walk on two legs. Right. Did you notice that they walk like one side. Kind of like
0: marionettes.
2: Yeah, kind of like marionettes. Yeah. And so it's like all of these different traits that they have that are just so close yeah. to being human and it's also with such with such an innocence
0: they have just a sense of wonder about everything they yes. see and hear and find out
2: yeah and they just have the look of wonder on yeah. their face they're just so at excited to be time. in every situation yeah and the fact that they don't lie and that's right. a, that's like a right. strange concept to them yeah it just makes your heart melt <laughs> right yeah
0: so it's, it starts out, and uh, we see this this Star Trek-like TV show called Galaxy Quest, and it stars Tim Allen and Sigourney Weaver and Alan Rickman, of course. Tim Allen with car- a mullet. With a mullet, yeah, and sideburns, and Tony Shaloub. And then we jump to 20 years later, and they're at this convention that's like kind of like a Star Trek convention. And they're all washed up actors, and they're all kind of frustrated with the fact that they're still doing these conventions except for tim allen who is sort of a diva and loves all the attention and then like the the other thing i totally forgot about is like the aliens show up but at the convention they just seem like other fans and so tim allen assumes that they're just random fans and alien that totally surprised me is rain, rain wilson. wilson yeah i have t- no memory of him being in this movie it's Wait, dwight from which one from was the he? office oh, he's not there that much but he's one of the initial aliens that approaches tim allen and then you kind of see him in the background later on in the movie okay but this was his first movie too Mm. yeah he looks like such a little baby yeah (laughs) it's a little baby dwight
3: he's such a natural in it i mean that hairline they didn't even (laughs) have to adjust it for his
2: costume yeah just yeah that also just seems like rain wilson (laughs) yeah
0: it's funny looking at the imdb for this and looking at who played aliens because you look at all their other roles and it's almost all like aliens or supernatural like it's just they pick the people mm-hmm. that kind of look weird like aliens and they're like Uh-huh. but then tim allen kind of brushes them off and then they show up at his house the next day and he thinks they're just taking him to a gig and there's the scene i love where they're so excited to to meet tim allen because they idolize tim allen because they think he's this real commander and they come into his house and he's not wearing pants and he goes to find pants and they like while he's bending over and like just you see him like basically showing him his their ass just in squatting down and looking for his shoes they're like being in your presence is the greatest honor we could ever hope for
4: <laughs> and they like never question any of it they're never yeah, like no. what like why are you
0: wearing this and not your right, like, right. uniform <laughs> or they're just on board for the whole yeah, thing. Yeah. And the, they don't know. And then I love there's like a little joke where he's like, can you find another shoe that looks like this? And then they just stand in place and just <laughs> kind of look around the room <laughs> jerkily.
2: <laughs> I love that. You know the Mathazar. you know who he is.
0: Yeah, he was in Just Shoot Me and yeah. uh, Veronica Mars.
2: So that's a memory I have is being so proud of the fact that I knew who that was. Oh, yeah. That was like- um, That was the
0: birth of you being able to do that in every movie. I, <laughs> think
2: I've, I think I showed my powers before then. Yeah. But that is a talent that I have that I'm very proud of is yeah. I'm very good at recognizing actors who are either in like heavy makeup so that they're kind of hard to recognize or or yeah. if it's an animation, oh, just I can recognize. Re- recognize. Recogn noise. <laughs> you better recognize <laughs> their voices. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's funny thinking back to the pre-IMDb days where that was your only option. Like we needed a Rachel to tell us. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you just had to like think it out and be like, I know that guy's in something. Right. Yeah. IMDb has ruined everything. Yeah. So, they, yeah, they, the aliens take Tim Allen up to the spaceship, and Tim Allen is is sort of blasé for a really long time. He's, like, walking around the spaceship, and he kind of offhandedly notices that it's looks real, but he just assumes that it's some kind of low-budget movie or, like, TV show he's participating in. And then uh, I forget what makes him realize that it's real. Oh, when His, he gets transported back. Yeah. He, he's, like, awake for that. Yeah. And it's like, oh, wow, I went through space. And so he goes and tells all the other castmates and is like, oh, there's like this real thing. And there's something I was confused about. They all brush him off and they think he's crazy or like, and then they're all talking to each other. And they're like, did you really think that was he was talking about a job? And then they all kind of look at each other and they're like, oh, and they all run away together.
2: Because yeah, they think he, first they think he's just talking crazy. And yeah. then they think. Wait, no! He's got a job for us. Like we got to go get this job.
0: Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, that they're desperate yeah. for jobs.
2: Yeah, oh.
4: I mean they did just do the uh, the electronics store, right? right. <laughs> what
1: uh, a savings! Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Alan
0: Rickman's always forced <laughs> to say his terrible catchphrase.
4: God, I just I can't stop thinking. There's so much that I love about by Grapthar's hammer. Yeah. What a savings. Like, they could right. have gone with something more... They could have gone with what a deal. What, right. It's what a savings. Right. I just... <laughs> it's it was just it hit me just the right way yeah and (laughs) he's
0: like alan rickman is so perfect for he just seems so tormented by the fact that he has to say this line and he's been for like you know in his voice he's been forced to say this hundreds of times in the last 20 years
4: it it just has a hard time getting out of his throat it's
0: like it's a physical performance of how much he hates this line this character yeah yeah so they they bring up his castmates and they they all end up in the spaceship yeah do you want to talk about that tony shalhoub moment
2: <laughs> yeah so they tony Shaloub is kind of
0: just getting coffee while he's, he's trying
2: <laughs> to get a snack or something yeah. so he's he's just kind of off to the side while everyone else is like what the hell is going on right. like what are you talking about what are we doing and yeah they all get shot into space and then they're all like standing there Shivering and yeah. freaked out and in shock. And then Tony Shaloub comes along. And <laughs> what does he say?
0: I think he just says, Oh, what's with them?
2: No, the first thing he says is, Wow, what a thing. Oh, he yeah. says something like that. And then he goes up to Tim Allen and he's like, Hey, what's with them? Yeah. <laughs> and Tim Allen's like, I don't know, let's go. <laughs> so tim allen is like pretty quickly on board like yeah. he's just like yeah this is cool let's go let's go right yeah <laughs> like not able to somehow sympathize with his castmates who all just went through the same experience that he right. just went through that was like so shocking to him
0: right i bought it like i I buy that Tim Allen, like, this is what Tim Allen's been waiting for his whole life Uh to, like, actually have the authority that he gets to pretend to have. Right. Is, like, people actually believe that he really has this responsibility. Right. Right and yeah there's a lot about this movie where it's like it almost doesn't make sense but i'm like willing to to buy it i don't know i think that moment
4: works because i feel like he's like reveling in like being more used to it than them like yeah. uh-huh. it's not that he doesn't
2: yeah, sympathize yeah, yeah. it's
0: like he's like
2: he's just kind of being like oh yeah yeah no yeah. i know i know like yeah let's go come on
0: yeah and so the the other thing that's like kind of in that same same thing of like almost doesn't make sense but i I'm totally ready to buy it is they explain that all this stuff, the ship and everything looks exactly like the show galaxy quest because the thermians, the aliens saw the TV show. They received these broadcasts and thought that they were historical documents and not like they don't have a concept for TV shows. And so they built all of this stuff modeled after what they saw on the TV show. And it doesn't quite make sense, but I was totally willing to buy it. And I, there's this moment that I love where laredo the the driver he's like oh boy i wouldn't want to be the commander here a lot of pressure and he's like laredo uh steer the ship (laughs) and he's like what are you talking about and he's like well they modeled the controls based on watching you pilot it and like that kind of makes sense Uh i'm i'm on board for that yeah and it's so funny like it's it's another great moment with aliens where they're like (laughs) They're all so excited to see Laredo, like yeah. the original guy, control the ship. They're like, oh, the, the crew has been, has asked to to come to the command deck and they're all watching him. They're like, oh, to see a true master at the controls. <laughs> and he's <laughs> it's like driving into the wall. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And then they, they're they forced to interact with Saris again.
2: Before we get to that, sure. you're, you're missing one of my favorite parts, oh. which is when, when they're saying historical documents it was a tv show and they're like the thermians are not understanding what they mean yeah they're like you know haven't you ever seen any show like tv shows like gilligan's island yeah oh yeah they're like oh (laughs) they all get so like sad looking and they're like so
0: perfect those
2: poor people before they
0: even say anything you just see all of their faces fall like
2: so so (laughs) upset like what what a tragedy yeah
0: i love that yeah so they they interact with Saras, but uh the scene with sigourney weaver where she she's enacting her role as the crew member who zina do you want to talk about sigourney weaver's role
3: right her role is to repeat everything that the computer yeah.
0: says she's like supposed to be the computer translator but the, tra- the computer just speaks english
4: anyway well i really like the idea that the computer just like won't answer to tim allen right yeah <laughs> Like, they had a fight, so she has
0: to be the go-between. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> But then it leads... So they, they realize that, like, they need a new source of beryllium, and they turn to Tony Shaloub, who's down with the engineers, and he has this complicated plan that he's, like, very clearly repeating from what the engineers... They're like, it's like, if we recalibrate the flux capacitor and max it out to a different quadrant, we can find a new source of beryllium. And <laughs> Shalhoub's like, yeah, let's do that. And then I love Tony Shaloub turns to his guys, and he's like, right again. <laughs> Great work, guys. Bring it in. <laughs> for <a group> hug, <laughs> and He yeah. just hugs them all. And they're all so... Like, they don't really know what to do with it. They're yeah, just it's hugging so him. so sweet. I love the,
4: like, suspension of disbelief for, like, oh, yeah, thinking that this is all real kind of makes sense. You can, like, roll with it. And then when, like, they bring up the beryllium sphere as the source of power, mm-hmm. then it's, like, the place you have to go is just that it's, like, oh, well, as a consequence... All of the made up sci-fi shit from the show has to be real now because right. they're fake power <laughs> right. source, right. which is
0: beryllium, which is like a real element. Right.
4: Just has to be like a thing.
0: Yeah. And it matches <laughs> like it's a thing found in nature and space and it matches exactly what the show had. <laughs> yeah. And then right after that, they get the beryllium sphere and they're really excited. But then Saris has infiltrated the, the ship and he has taken uh, Malthazar, the main thermion captive and tim allen finally admits that it's a tv show and like get the computer to display the tv show and saris immediately gets
2: yeah he gets it so quick
0: saris knows tv shows apparently he loves tv saris has hbo (laughs) or whatever it
2: is hbo is not tv
1: yeah yeah that's true
0: (laughs) and so then to torture malthazar saris forces tim allen to explain to the aliens that he's not he's just an actor and malthazar is so sad and it's also sad. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and like the the reactions that the the thermians have to just like anything is there's like something that's yeah, they're just like little babies. They're so just sweet and innocent and when he hears that he's just like opens his mouth and is looking so distraught. Yeah. Not like crying, but is just like if he had tears would be crying. Yeah. Yeah, and just, like, kind of looking like he's, like, gasping for air.
4: Yeah. I feel like the whole movie is about a lot of these actors being, like, we were part of this, like, silly thing that we hate and sort of, like learning to embrace it and like figure out this is like why this kind of ridiculous thing is justified like this Mm -hmm. is why people love it yeah and yet when tim allen has to explain like why they did it when mathazar is like like why did you lie and he has to be like on earth we pretend to entertain it just feels like such like a weak
2: yeah like
4: it's like painful it's like Mm -hmm. he can't justify it yeah and that's and that's what the whole movie is doing
0: and i just i love that so much yeah it's like he's admitting to something dirty about humans that like humans Mm. do this to each other they lie to Mm -hmm. each other for entertainment right yeah and so saris apparently like just immediately loses interest in the omega-13 and leaves (laughs) the ship but he sets it to explode and he has his, his, uh, henchmen carry the, all the actors to some separate area of the ship. And then they, they kind of reenact this plan that they've done on the, the TV show where Alan Rickman and Tim Allen pretend to get in a fight and then while fighting actually like hit the captors and steal their guns and stuff. The thing I thought was really funny, <laughs> I actually didn't even really notice this. I was watching with, uh, Allegra and she's like, is the way that they kill the aliens just to tackle them? Because that's mostly yeah. what they do. <laughs>
2: yeah, like that was the big plan. Is uh, yeah, the plan didn't really make sense. Like as if the bad guys would be like so like oh my god! What oh, they're do we- fighting! Oh my god, what do we do? They're fighting.
4: <laughs> they're such like big and bulky like yeah. military <laughs> like, aliens, like, and they're just they it's coated in armor, <laughs> which is like fun. Like yeah. I, I'm you know glad that that doesn't make sense, but like right. I didn't need it to you know I, yeah
0: and so tim allen very quickly comes up with a plan where he assigns everybody a little job and he and sigourney weaver go to end this bomb that's about to go off in the core and they realize that they don't know how to actually get there and so this is when justin long comes back what did you guys think of this this justin long return
2: oh i enjoy that scene yeah Yeah.
0: they kind of like get
4: into like making fun of fans yeah but also have them like be the ones to save the day right like i don't know it's like the movie can never be too mean because it's always enjoying itself and what it is too much yeah like so in like that scene with justin long where they're going through the ship there's two parts that i like have very distinct memories of from when i was a kid yeah when they get out of like the death trap maze on the ship that has no reason to be there right and so gorney weaver is like whoever (laughs) wrote this episode should die yeah I remember like that didn't land with me as a kid because uh, like I watched so much TV where people like regularly right. like, did ridiculous shit <laughs> yeah. like that that I like didn't understand why she was like so upset to have gone <laughs> right. through that. I was like, why is she so mad? Yeah. But then also the countdown, waiting until it gets to one to oh, stop, yeah. and they're like. Oh, right. on the show it always stops at, yeah. <laughs> like they like they programmed it right. so that if you if you stop it it waits until one right. is won. It's just so perfect. Yeah.
2: <laughs> like yeah, they're so into every detail of the show that yeah. they had to just get it all exactly right. how it was. There was a part in when they're going through that whole obstacle course kind of thing yeah. where Sigourney Weaver says well screw that. Yeah. Do you remember what I'm gonna say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have any idea? To it, was anything weird to you, either of you, about that?
0: Oh, this I guess I remembered, but it seems so like unmissable. When she says, well screw that, nothing After they get out
2: j- of I think the it's snatch- no,
0: before before they before. go in. He says they have to go through this the chompers.
2: And she goes, Well, screw that. Do you did you notice anything? uh uh-uh. It looks like it doesn't even look
0: like it's very clear it's very
2: clear that she actually said well fuck that yeah Uh, but they dubbed in screw right so and what's the rating on this movie it's pg so they probably had that in and then we're like wait if that's the one f-bomb in this whole movie let's just take it out so we can make it PG.
0: Right. It's surprising that it's PG. Like, I was never conscious of the fact that they're trying to be clean. Like, Uh the whole time it felt like just a regular movie for grown-ups. Right. Yeah. So I I was actually pretty surprised when I realized it was PG. The one thing I I do have a little bit of a complaint about is that this movie ends, like, six times. Like, Mm. everything kind of wraps up and they're like, ooh, And then, like, something new comes up. And they're like, oh, no, it's not over yet.
2: Yeah, I think that's when I started getting bored. Yeah, I wanted more alien, alien fun times. <laughs> yeah,
0: but they oh, so they they go defeat Saris by like driving through the minefield again, and then Laredo with his one time yeah. driving through a minefield has <laughs> gained so experience that he can.
2: Well, he was practicing. He was
0: practicing for like two <laughs> minutes, <laughs> and so he's able to drag all the mines into Saras's ship, and then Saris explodes. Yeah, and I love the the resolution with, with Mathazar where you think Mathazar is gonna be like really crushed still that he found out it's a TV show, but when Mathazar comes back, he's like, oh what a brilliant deception. Oh ha. ha, ha. Like you <laughs> told him that the ship was this big. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> I love that. So satisfying. Yeah. Like for so many reasons, you kind of like walk back the crushing defeat that happened to Mathazar, because mm-hmm. he gets to resume living his life as if mm-hmm. Galaxy Quest is real.
2: Wait. What are you saying? What happened?
0: Yeah, I didn't. I, I you kind of that, didn't get that, but oh, it makes sense. Are you
2: saying that Mathazar believes that the crew was lying to,
0: to Saris? Saris. He thinks that when they told Saris it was a TV show, they were tricking Saris, and it's all real. Did you guys not get that?
3: I did not get that. That's yeah. so great,
0: Zena. Did you get
3: that? N- no, not till you said it.
0: Yeah, because Mathisar is like saying how funny it is. He's like, oh, the ship was this big, brilliant.
2: Oh, so, okay. I was just interpreting that as like him coming around to right. the idea. Oh, I get it now. Yeah, yeah. yeah TV. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. yeah. But that's even better.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and so, but then another ending is that Saris appears on the ship. Right. He's taken the form of Sh- Tony Shalhoub, and Tony Shalhoub starts shooting everybody. They've been talking about this Omega-13 throughout the movie. Justin Long tells them it goes back in time 13 seconds, or it destroys the universe. Tim Allen's <laughs> like, uh, I'll risk chance. destroying the universe. And he goes back 13 seconds, and he's able to stop Tony Shaloub before he starts shooting everybody.
2: Well, Saris
0: saris yeah. Fortunately, Malthazar, like Wax Tony Shaloub slash Sirius with then his cane. And they
3: all turn their back on him. Yeah. <laughs> They're, They're like, like, "Okay, problem. We we want
0: to go back to Earth." I
3: know. I was like,
0: "We're taking your ship too, you by the way." Don't you have a gun? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they crash land on Earth, coincidentally at another Galaxy Quest convention where they were due to appear. <laughs> And then we have yet another ending where Sarah somehow like wakes up and-
2: Like stop, <laughs> you know, enough, in. enough.
4: Because I had fused those two in my yeah. head, like yeah. going into that. I remembered that like the moment where Saris comes out as somebody else in a disguise and yeah. they have to go back in time being at the convention. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. It
2: should have been. <laughs> it was yeah. too many they endings. Sh- they could have just combined that.
0: <laughs> so should we get into the whoops? Let's do it. So for for Sean, we rate each movie in terms of whoops. It's how many times you would say whoop to rate the movie. You don't actually have to make the sound. You just say <laughs> the number of whoops you would give
2: hypothetically speaking it's
0: it's not out of anything it's whatever your heart desires so
2: michael okay. likes to do his out of 10 so you're welcome to do that
0: we've had complaints from former guest matt woodland that when <laughs> rachel goes crazy and does hers out of 49 million it, it it's quote, not out makes of anything crazy <laughs> no but he, she goes up to 49 million sure uh matt woodland has said that makes him crazy so let's be considerate to our matt woodlands in the audience <laughs> yes so we we traditionally start with xena so xena how many whoops do you give galaxy quest
3: i'm gonna give it three whoops three okay which is a really solid number yeah solid
0: any particular reason for your whoops
3: the cute aliens how good i felt watching the movie um how cute it was how i felt good right and then there was the cute aliens (laughs) and it made me happy
0: yeah (laughs) And that adds up to three. Yeah. And Rachel, what about you?
2: I would give this movie, to be perfectly honest with you.
0: (laughs) Did Alex drag down the score?
2: (laughs) No. I feel, no. What I'm trying to say is that I think I am feeling like my out of control whoop ratings are now making me feel a little bit out of control (laughs) because i don't really remember ever what i've rated anything in the past yeah what you kind of keep track for me what did i give multiplicity
0: 49 million whoops
2: okay i'll give this 23 million whoops okay
0: decent anything you want to call out
2: I love the aliens. Yeah. I love the whole idea of them being like this alien interpretation of what humans are like. Yeah, that really carries the whole movie for me. Yeah,
0: I'll I'll give it eight whoops. I love the aliens. I'll, I'll echo everybody else. I had fun all the way through. I thought the pacing was a little bit weird, and I I'm bothered a little bit by movies where like things are bad for a large portion of the movie, and that's kind of this. There's yeah. not really a portion where they're like things are great and we're enjoying the spaceship it's very quickly like oh crap
2: that's kind of my my issue
0: yeah but yeah i think you're right the aliens carry it so sean what about you i'm gonna give it four whoops because i think that
4: was the number of times i had like a very audible reaction yeah (laughs) i think it was like Is there air? We don't know. Uh What a savings Uh Um, that just when it lingers on them looking for the shoe (laughs) in the ceiling or whatever. I feel like I had a pretty good reaction to like when they beam up the rock monster Uh and then they're all watching and Tony Shalhoub just says, you know, it's the little things in life. Right.
0: (laughs) They really love beaming up dangerous things into the ship. Right. (laughs) didn't seem like a great idea to bring in a rock monster no so now we're going to turn to our international segment my friend gabe miner is currently in poland and he is uh, surveying the movies there and he's put together a game where you guys are going to guess the movie he's talking about based on the polish title and the clues so unlike the mom game where rachel has special rules because she has an advantage nobody really (sighs) has an advantage here Except for Rachel, because she's probably seen way more. Movies. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: probably still have an advantage. Let's let's see how it goes. If
0: you okay. start if you start winning, we'll put in a handicap. <laughs> okay, you guys ready for the first one?
3: Yeah.
1: The Ruyance Sex, swirling sex, which stars Patrick Swayze. The word Dirty swirling. Dancing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm gonna play the rest of that because I think his explanation. Is fine. To
1: the gyrations he makes, both horizontal and vertical.
0: <laughs> and then Gabe also was kind enough to record
1: congratulatory messages. That's right, it's dirty dancing. Aww. I guess Poland is a more traditional society, and so, like the town in Footloose, they equate dancing with sex. And it's hard to deny that Swayze's hips do a lot of swirling in this film. <laughs> All
0: right. So that's one point for Rachel. We might have to handicap her. Let's let's see how it goes in the next one.
1: Okay. Pogiemni <inaudible> Krog, Underground Circle, which stars Brad Pitt. Underground Hero. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. But
0: I like Gabe's congratulatory message here.
1: Yes, it's Fight Club, right? <laughs> because when they're fighting, there's a circle of dudes around them. Actually, I think circle of dudes would have been just as good a translation.
0: <laughs> All right. So it's one to one, Zena and Rachel. Here's
1: the next one. I love you, yet you sleep, which stars Sandra Bullock. While
0: you were sleeping. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> I don't know why he did this. We, he knew he, we just did while you were sleeping. <laughs> Classic game. Yes, it's while you were sleeping. Yes, it's while you were sleeping.
0: Okay, ready for the next one? Oof,
1: maybe. Which translates to shoot first, sightsee later and stars Colin Farrell. The movie takes place in Belgium.
2: That's the whole clue?
1: Gabe had a very long clue that I thought would not be
0: helpful to anybody where he talks about Martin McDonough. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Gabe didn't do a lot of helping on this clip. Shoot first, sightsee later. Yeah. I think nobody's going to get it. In Belgium.
2: Seven psychopaths? (laughs) No. All
0: right, I think this
1: this is a, a miss. Yes, the film is in Bruges. Fuck.
2: Oh. That was I. Ah, that's what you were thinking.
1: I don't want to
0: say it because you won't believe me. <laughs> but yes, I believe it. I think it's funny that Gabe is saying Bruges instead of Bruges. It's it's like an Alicia Silverstone <laughs> Hadian <laughs> situation. Okay. Oh, two to one to zero. So Sean's just gonna would have gotten that. <laughs> It started, I was I was in, I got a good feeling for you for this next one.
1: The Guovie Xenie It Can't Fit in Your Head, which stars Amy Poehler. While making the movie, the producers consulted with numerous psychologists. In, Inside Out?
0: Yeah.
3: Oh. oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Inside Out.
0: I want to play to good joke.
1: Making the movie, the producers consulted with numerous psychologists for the film, not their own personal needs, <laughs> as far as I know.
0: Ready for the next one?
2: Oh, we so, don't get a congratulations
0: for that uh, one? I don't remember the congratulations for this one being that funny. But Yes,
1: I am talking about Inside Out. Fun movie. I really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Here's the next one. The next
1: film features Diane Keaton and is called Le pied Poujno, Nij nis Better late than never. Diane Keaton has made four movies with the writer-director of this film who has not been accused of sexual deviancy. At one point, the movie puts Jack Nicholson's bare bottom on display thanks to his hospital gown.
3: One flew over the cuckoo's neck.
1: That's what I was thinking. No. It should really narrow it down. It's a director who hasn't
0: been accused of sexual deviancy. (laughs) That's like two people.
3: What what, what was the title again?
0: Better late (laughs) than never.
2: I feel like I can see the poster but I don't know what it is. Yeah. Uh, The bucket list? No. Yeah, it's not that. That's
1: right. It's Something's Gotta Give by Nancy Myers. I love Diane Keaton in everything she does, and I'm pretty sure the turtleneck and bowler hat industries are still profitable, largely thanks to her. So still two to
0: one to one, so we've got two left. It's still anyone's game.
1: Helicopter V'Ognu, Helicopter on Fire, starring Josh Hartnett. The movie was criticized pretty strongly for the brutal and dehumanizing depiction of Somalis in the film, and California's Somali Justice Advocacy Center denounced the film and even called for its boycott.
2: Hmm. Josh Hartman, it said?
1: Yeah. Black Hawk
0: Down? Yeah.
1: Oh, (laughs) Oh, nice. I feel
0: like Sean was at a big disadvantage. (laughs) That movie came out when you were like three. I was thinking about it, but
2: I've (laughs) never seen it, so I didn't want to say it. Uh, I've never seen it either. That was just... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the only thing I could
0: think of. I like how some of these clues, Gabe makes jokes, and then some of the clues are like, <laughs> brutal depiction of Somalians <laughs> caused a lot of controversy.
1: Yes, I am talking about Black Hawk Down. This movie has a terrific cast, including one of my favorite actors, Jelko Ivanic, whom I love for his name almost as much as I love for his acting. Jelko Ivanic. All right. <laughs> We're at 0 oh, or 3 to 1. To, so Rachel's locked it. So
0: we're, we're battling mm. it out for a second. Mm. I think this is one anybody could get. But let's
1: see. Skola uchuch School of Feelings, which stars Mandy Moore. I haven't seen this movie, so I can't give a great second hint other than to say it's probably called School of Feelings because it seems to be the sort of movie that, as the kids say... Gives you the feels, and this is a movie that is also based on a novel, but this novel is by Nicholas Sparks. A Walk to Remember. Yes.
2: You thought that would be anyone's guess? No way. Uh, I
1: guess that's kind of hard.
2: Also, I'm a big Mandy Moore fan, and you should know that.
0: <laughs> Are you really? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Do you watch This Is Us?
2: No, I oh, should.
0: Yeah, I feel like it's your responsibility as a Mandy Moore fan.
2: She's the reason that I first cut my hair short.
0: Oh, Let's, let's hear it. Because in How yes, to Deal, it's a walk to remember. I guess you don't care about <laughs> I, I didn't realize. I, I hit the button before. Tell me
1: about How to Deal.
2: Uh, she has her hair short. Oh. So cute. I'm
1: glad. I'm glad
0: I caught that story.
1: <laughs> Which, again, I never saw, but I read the synopsis to write my clues, and I have no doubt that I would cry at least once or twice by the end of this movie. I am very easily manipulated by this sort of thing. I've <laughs> cried watching episodes of Hey Arnold. All right, so Rachel has it. Uh, Gabe has an outro message. Thanks for playing, everyone. Looking forward to seeing you all next time, or as we say here in Poland, nasabula. So knowing Gabe,
0: I'm pretty convinced nasabula doesn't mean what he's making it seem like it means. I bet it means something obscene, but I don't know anybody (laughs) who speaks Polish to like translate. So Gabe, I used to perform with in college. And one time he told us that he couldn't make it to rehearsal because of like, yam hats nobody knew what that meant but then like the director spoke hebrew he's like day of cake (laughs) (laughs) and he's like okay i made that up (laughs) all right and that is uh the polish game and rachel is our winner and uh yeah that's our show so sean where can people find you well my twitter is at
4: sean noah noah that's s-e-a-n and then n-o-a-h twice Mm -hmm. uh, no surprises there yeah Everybody can follow me if they want to or not. <laughs> um, uh, it's good to give people that option. Yeah, you can find clips of me doing stand-up through my Twitter. So that's a reason to follow me on Twitter. Yeah. You can find my writing of a, of a piece in uh, bizarrocentral.com called uh, Y2K, about the Y2K bug. Oh, nice. Kind of. Uh-huh. Um, if you want to check that out, just search up my Sean, Noah, Noah, Y2K. That's the
0: extent of it. Okay, great. So thanks, everyone, for listening. You can find us online at DustyVCR.com, or you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the Dusty VCR. If you want to help our podcast seem more popular, you can rate us on iTunes, which takes about two seconds. You go to DustyVCR.com slash review. Uh, You can also write us a review. Uh, If you do that, maybe we'll read it on the show. And uh, that's all. So we'll see you next time. Thanks, everybody. Bye.
3: Bye. Bye. Peace.